0: Uh, so, so what are the big things that are happening uh, in Australia? I want to kind of look back and I also want to look forward and as I said, just some big trends. I've done a little bit of research. I just want to bring it to you and if, uh, if you want to find out more about this, I'm happy to email you afterwards uh, references and sources. Uh, so the, the, the big trends. We, we obviously know that uh, we're a nation that is, that is coastal uh, and also a nation that has a majority of the uh, population on the east, uh, on the east coast, uh, the east coast of Australia. Uh, population has grown in the last 20 years fairly significantly. So we've, you know, we're now sort of pushing over, I think, uh, you know, 24.7 million. Uh, we're bigger uh, and we're older. We've got an ageing population, uh, and we see that in the church, don't we? On aver- the average age, I think, in the church across Australia is about 55. Uh, the average age uh, now in Australia is about 37.3. So we're bigger and we're older. Uh, what- what's that going to look like in in 2053? Well, some projections say 50 million, but the ones, the number that I see regularly, uh, is about 40 million people. So, 40 million people. Uh, The question is, where's that growth going to come from? Uh, In the past, it's come through natural increase, so through births, Uh, but in uh, more so, it's going to be coming from migration. Now, in the past, migration, as you can see there in that graphic, has come from I guess three parts of the world: so the Mediterranean. Uh, the UK, the United Kingdom, uh, and New Zealand. Uh, what's interesting uh, is that it'll still come from those places, uh, but it's going to happen more so uh, from the subcontinent and for, from Asia, and actually there's going to be more, uh, more growth coming from New Zealand. I know we've got a number of New Zealanders uh, here, which is encouraging, exciting. Um, you can go back, though. We want you to go back because we need more, we need more churches over in, uh, in New Zealand. So come, learn, go back. Uh that's, that's what I want to say there. Uh, in terms of employment, we're wealthier, uh, but we're also busier as well. Uh, and we've seen a change in the uh, employment structure as well. So we've been involved in, um, in industry, now we're moving into services. So you can see that in the, uh, the technical, the IT and the financial services. Uh, wealthier and we're busier. And, and we see that in our churches, don't we? We see less and less uh, people you know, committing themselves to being involved in leadership and uh, serving in the local church. And we're also more secular. Uh, so you can see that in, in the changing attitudes towards marriage, uh, in the declining Christianity in terms of you know, people ticking the box in the census, uh, but also in the increase in the non-religion uh, and also in the non-Christian adherence, which has got a lot to do with, uh, with migration. As I said, net migration is, um, is, is, is the largest growth uh, in Australia. So Australia's going to be bigger. We're going to be older we're going to be denser, I don't mean thicker, because we'll be more educated, but I mean denser in terms of population, I want to talk about that, looking at Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, and we're going to be even more multicultural in 20 years' time. We're still known as, as the multicultural nation. We're adding almost a million people every two years uh, to the population of Australia. So I think that's a, a great opportunity. Uh, also know that the church is, is far behind, you know, we're not actually catching up with population growth here in Australia. So great opportunity uh, for the gospel to go out. Uh, now they're looking really, really small for me out there, uh, which is going to be hard for me to see. Uh, but I just want to uh, talk about some big big trends. So the first one is that multicultural trend. Uh, as I said, uh, 40% from natural increase, 60% is going to be coming from migration, which is a, a massive change that we've just seen in the last five years. Bruce Hall, tomorrow night, is going to really push into those statistics. Um, but that, that, that's a big change uh, that's happening uh, in Australia. What, what's helpful in that number as well, is, as I said earlier at the start, we're actually sending people um, back overseas and uh, I know Bruce is going to speak into what that looks like in terms of the ethnic uh, populations that are coming to Australia. Uh, as I said, number of Australians who are identifying their religion as Christianity is, uh, is eight times larger than all the other religions. So again, there's that, there's that point of contact, that there's that bridge, uh, there's that great opportunity. Um, even though... Probably only 3 to 4% are actually coming to our churches regularly. Uh, people still identify as uh, as Christian. Uh, and interest, interestingly, within a decade, the largest, I guess, grouping or household grouping is going to be a couple with no kids. Uh, what's interesting is that I think a lot of our church planning uh, is taking place amongst young families. I've seen a huge uh, you know, growth, growth in births over the last few years because of the uh, the Howard government. Um, but interestingly, demographics is tending towards couples without kids, so that's the uh, largest in- increase. I think we need to be thinking about that. We're going to live longer, uh, and uh, the great thing for you know for the ageing population is we're going to live alone for longer as well. Uh, again, I think that's opportunity for us to uh, to serve as churches, uh, especially in the uh, you know in the aged care sector as well. I don't even think we're we're really um, we're really tapping at this stage. Uh, what about the states? Where's the growth happening? Uh, it, people are moving to Perth. Queensland's still our most loved state. People are moving out of New South Wales. And I think largely that's because of the cost of housing. Uh, and, and it's not going to abate, it seems, because the level of demand for housing is far greater than the level of supply. Uh, these are big things just to be think about it. The final thing to talk about is that we're going to be more educated. Uh, so they think that the next, gen- next two generations, one in two, are going to have university um, educations. Uh, and and you're already probably seeing it with your kids. I'm seeing it with my kids. Uh, screen time. We're spending, you know, on average, sort of, uh, 10 hours and 19 minutes in front of tablets, computers, and, and often it's, uh, you know, multiple. So as I said, Australia's going to be bigger, older, denser, even more multicultural. I think that's uh, that gives us a great opportunity um, here in Australia. Uh, so I want to talk. Uh, just want to give that, I guess, applied in two examples. Uh, Sydney and Melbourne, our two largest cities, and also Ipswich, um, just to give a a regional centre uh, how this works out. And uh, it was Richard Wilson, that I don't know where Richard is, but Richard uh, got me onto this, he's just down the front here, Richard Wilson, uh, is planning out at Mernda Doreen, which is uh, on the urban fringe of Melbourne. He got me onto this website, it's a great uh, website to uh, look into your local area and to to think about your local context. So Melbourne, Sydney, I just want to talk about contrasting growth. Contrasting growth, because I think it will change our strategies for how we, how we reach. What's interesting about Melbourne uh, and the growth and where it's happening is that majority of it's happening in Greenfield, so in the urban fringe. So we're seeing uh, places like Wyndham, Melton, Casey, Whittlesey and uh, Hume uh, as, as the large growth areas. Uh, so, so church planning should be taking place in Greenfields in Melbourne, probably you know, more so than, uh, than Infield and, and Brownfields, uh, because the, uh, the, the major parts of growth in Melbourne over the next uh, Ten to fifteen years are going to be happening on that urban, uh, on that urban fringe. Uh, now that that means young families, uh, that means young families who are seeking to you know get the, not the quarter acre block, but the three hundred and thirty square meter lifestyle block. I think is what I saw um, the other day. Not your five hundred and fifty square meters, but your three hundred thirty life, lifestyle block. Uh, what about Sydney? So Sydney's interesting uh, in terms of uh, in terms of urban fringe growth. It's only really happening in the southwest of Sydney. Uh, m- most of the growth is happening in brownfields, uh, and it's happening in places like Blacktown, which is which uh, growth is slower there. But just the size of the population, I think there's over 300,000 people just in that LGA alone. Uh, Canada Bay, the um, City, Auburn, Parramatta, uh, and Strathfield. These are all places uh, they're going to see significant growth. Uh, young couples and families are going to seek. The relatively affordable housing, that's going to happen on the u- urban fringe, but you know, probably um, Stuart Stale will tell me that's still sort of $650,000 for your Australian dream. Uh, so Sydney's interesting. It's a city of cities. Uh, so Sydney, Parramatta, Auburn, Bankstown, Bondi Junction, Chatswood, all have CBDs and all are going to be growing centres of health, commerce, uh, places of, you know, of real uh, diversity as well. So I just wanted to raise that uh, there's, there's similarity and there's also difference. Both cities have the inner city growth. Uh, so the city of Melbourne was the fastest growing LGA, uh, local government area, in, uh, in 2013 uh, across the whole of Australia. Uh, so what we're seeing in those uh, in those areas is young professionals and overseas students. So where are the high density areas in Sydney? Uh, you'll see on the screen there they're they're in and around that inner city area. They're in and around those urban centres. Uh, growth in Sydney is happening in the uh, you know in the in the west uh, and in the southwest. Uh, Sydney will be six point one four million people. By 2036, and Melbourne, uh, that high-density housing is happening around that inner-city uh, fringe. So, what's interesting as well, you see between Sydney and and, uh, and Melbourne, uh, is that the the reach, uh, the reach of Sydney is, is about 40 kilometres to the edge, and in Melbourne it's only 20 kilometres. Um, so, again, that that's going to affect commute times. It's going to affect, you know, the ability of people to serve in uh, in your church as well. Um, I want to move to a regional center where geneva's committed to uh, to encouraging church plants in the, you know, in the rural towns in the regional towns and also in the cities as well. Uh, I, I went up to Ipswich a couple of months ago I spoke with a uh, a Presbyterian church up there uh, about the opportunities uh, that are there ipswich is uh, is, a, is a place of change uh, uh, you'll see it's it's it quite a, quite a, 's quite a different city to uh, or a different ...regional city to uh, other regional cities in Queensland. Um, majority of households are, are couples and families. Um, and as I said, there's lots of change. Now, Richard, uh, Richard Wilson showed me this. Yeah, you can go in and look at a, your community profile. And what Richard has been looking, as he thinks about Melbourne, is, is the places of change... Uh, where are the places that are seeing change in your, in your local area, in your local community? Uh, they give opportunities for, um, you know, for new growth, opp- opportunities for, for new churches. So what's interesting about Ipswich is that the, the biggest changing demographic is that young families, so 0 to 4 is 10% of the population, and then uh, 25 to 34 is, uh, is the next largest. So obviously their parents uh, and these young families moving in. So you can see there that the, the net migration is is massive. It's 3,000 um, 3, people. Uh, the other thing that to look at as well is, uh, is change in, in ancestry. Uh, so one of the things I was able to point out was that there are a lot of Samoans moving in. Uh, so you might not think of Ipswich as being you know, an opportunity for multicultural ministry or ethnic ministry, um, but it, just in the last five years, the number of Samoans moving into that area potentially gives the opportunity for a church to, to do a, a, you know, a homogenous unit uh, church, an ethnic church. Uh, so that's, that's the Samoan population moving in there. And then finally, what about the change in religion? Um, I think that's important as well to be thinking about well, what what is the context that um, you know that this group of people are coming from? Um, you know, if you've got a largely orthodox population, uh, then it might be worthwhile thinking about the style of church that you do um, as you think about reaching um, that population as well. Uh, and finally, w- where are they coming from? Uh, where are they coming from? It's interesting in Ipswich, a lot of people are buying up there uh, because they want to still work in Brisbane but have the uh, have the you know, the larger, the larger block, the lifestyle choice. So I want to I just raise those things because uh, rapid change means, uh, means opportunity, I think, for the local church. So check out this website, id.com.au. It's amazing. Lots of free uh, demographic resources. Um, but can I encourage you, probably the, the best resource is to actually go and speak to your people. Get to know the people in your area.